Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementopie.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Hey, everybody, and welcome to One Meal, One Workout. Yes, I pulled my glasses off if you're watching the live stream. Um, we have with us today our guest, Joshua Perkins, to my left. Uh, as always, we have Don Sullivan. Hey, say hello, Don. Hello, Don. And Josh, you can say hello, too. Oh, hello. And we do not have with us Mark Cockrell. Mark is in the midst of getting ready to move to Georgia. So the next time we do a One Meal and Workout podcast, I would not be surprised if he's not sitting here next to me where Joshua is. And so I'm um, looking forward to having him here. Uh, if you're watching the live stream, David, I think you're the only one that's watching, like I said. Don, apologize for the headphones, but we're making do. We're making this up. We're using a free program, a free shareware, uh, what's the trial version of an application called Call Burner to record this Skype call directly. And so we have no idea what the end quality is going to be like, but we're willing to try it. So uh, here we go. So, Don, what's been going on with you? How's the bike riding going? I've been wanting to get an update on that. Uh, the bike riding is, 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 is going. It's really getting to that point around here that most people have on the other half of the year where you just can't really do much unless you are kind of an idiot because of the weather. And I usually consider myself kind of an idiot. I would consider you kind of an idiot. Yeah, I'm pretty much a moron sometimes whenever it comes to this sort of stuff. Um, but I've just been taking the excuse for what it is here recently. And um, we even had friends of ours are on vacation this week, and they they took one of their cars with us, and they just dropped the other one off at the house, like very little notice. And they're just like, "Here, you guys have two cars this week." So I've taken advantage of that completely and totally. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, I understand. So, Joshua, what's up with you? Anything exciting going on? Anything in the fitness world? Not much. I'm uh, training for a 10k, I guess, coming up. When is that? Do you know off the top of your head? July 23rd, I think it is. July 23rd. Talk about um, what? What'd you call it, Don? Idiots. Running in the summer heat? Was that what you yes. called us? Yeah. Yes. Because, yeah, you're doing one in July. Don and I are doing a mud race down in August in Florida. Um, but, you know, I've yet to have a single day here in Atlanta, in hot Atlanta, that's as hot as where I grew up on the Gulf Coast in Texas. So bring it on. Especially now that I've lost my 150-pound fat parka. That makes a big difference. Uh, hey, Mark in the chat room. Audio isn't bad, all things considered, he says, and that makes me very happy. So, all right. Uh if you haven't been following, um, you may wonder where Mark is, like I mentioned before. We're in the, Mark's have been having crazy internet problems at home. He's packing to move to Georgia, and so we're we're recording Sans Mark tonight. Uh, but we do have Joshua, as I mentioned, with us. We still got Don. We're using what technology we have. We're live streaming from Google uh, through Google Hangouts. And so we're just making do with what we got, and we're still going to try to bring you the podcast love every week as best we can. Uh, if you have been listening, then you know that I am running a marathon March 17th, 2013. As my desktop says, it is, let's see, I've got my countdown right here on this laptop, 276 days, 11 hours, 43 minutes, and 39 seconds to run Mageddon. And so uh, looking forward to that. But one of the things I'm trying to do is raise money for the American Cancer Society as part of that. So I am trying to raise $100 per mile. I've got two people already who have uh, who have sponsored me. One is David B., who's in the live chat room, live stream right now, uh, listening and watching. And thanks to you, David. Another is uh, a, a Johnny, um, last name anonymous, 
who has sponsored me for 100 bucks. He's got mile number four in, in memory of his brother, I believe it was. And um, so I've still got 24.2 miles to raise. I got I had one guy at work who wanted to give me the $20 for the .2 miles. And I told him that would be fine if you wanted to do that. I was absolutely ha extremely happy with that. So uh, if you want to donate, if you want to... Um, if you want to uh, jump in there and help, then the way to do that is go to OneMealOneWorkout.com. One of the little links across the top says, Sponsor Me! Exclamation point. Click on that. It tells you all about it. it. tells you how to email me let me know and what you want to do and which model it is. So I want to read real quick the email from, uh, from Johnny. <clears throat> it goes like this. Heron, I'm good for a number on the jersey. Never heard a podcast a movie like number 48, The Story of Roger Wright. And that's the guy that inspired me to listen uh, to run the marathon. Go back and listen to podcast number 48 called Running for My Existence. Just tell me where to send the money and I'd like either mile number 4, 24, 7, 25, um, so forth and so on. And then he says uh, that he may even come down and run it with us. So I'm pretty excited about that. And um, so, Johnny, if you're listening to this podcast, thanks so much for your support. And I hope you do come run it with us. And if for some reason you can't come run it, come down there and cheer at the end of the finish line. It would be exciting to have you there. So uh, any any other things before we get into today's topic, guys? Anything? Nothing? No? Good. Complete silence. Bueller. Bueller. All right. So today we're talking about alternatives to exercise. And I'm hoping some people see the title of this podcast and they think, oh, great, I don't have to exercise. And what what we really mean is, and Don, Don kind of threw this idea out, is when people say, I'm going to start eating better and working out, they almost always think of running, jogging, uh, and lifting weights. That's what people think of when they say that. It's amazing how much better it gets if I just turn slightly toward it, Joshua. Yeah. It's amazing how much better it gets if I lean into the microphone. Oh no! Uh, also, if I change my voice to sound like this, but uh, they start they immediately think lifting weights and running, jogging, something like that. So we've had several instances where we've mentioned other things that are alternatives to quote unquote traditional exercise. So today we're just gonna we're gonna list them A to Z. The how, what is it? What's it? A to Z? You said A to Z. Yeah, sure. if you're British, you're that's right. All right. Alpha to to Zeta. It'd be Omega, actually, if we did the, if we did the Greek alphabet. So that doesn't really work, but that's what we're, we're going to talk about. 26 different things you can do besides lifting weights or running. And, um, <laughs> Mark in the chat room says, how about moving? Yes, that is exercise. I can attest to that. I raise one hand and say, yes, I'm helping a friend move next Thursday. Uh, I'll be helping a friend, some guy named Mark on Sunday unload a trailer full of stuff. By the way, Josh, if you don't have anything to do Sunday afternoon, uh, yeah, except now we have 27 items. We've totally ruined the A to Z theme. Oh, man. Thanks, Mark. Jeez. We have 27 items. Now, what if we had like a, a tilde, uh, you know, Enya for Spanish? That's what we can do. Are we getting into the special characters? Is that what's going on? That's what it is, I guess. So, anyway, Don was nice enough to uh, flesh out most of the list, but we can just talk about them as a group. So, Don, Josh, me, uh, as we feel free, just jump in. Somebody take the next one if you got something you want to. To holler out, just holler out about it. So the first one on the list is one Don has done. Don, tell us about disc golf. Yeah, we talked about it before, so give us give us the thirty second version. Thirty second version. Don's done it. Don's planning on doing it again this Saturday. I'm excited to get back out there and do it because it's tons of fun. Uh, basically, it's golf with a frisbee. Instead of a hole, you have this big metal basket that you have to throw the the frisbee into, and you can't really you see mean a frisbee. flying disc, right? You can't call it flying. A disc. We have to yes. pay him a dollar every time you say the word frisbee. Something like that. I'm just kidding. Anyway, go ahead. So you 
take the disc and there are different types of discs so if you get people that are really into it and um you know have it's just like having clubs in a bag if you're out there playing what they like to call ball golf Golf, ball. As opposed to the real golf, right? As opposed to real golf, yeah. So you have drivers and mid-range and putters, and um, you know they the drivers will throw farther, easier, but they're not as accurate. And the putters, it's really easy to get them to go straight, but they're not going to go very far and that type of thing. And really, it's all about just getting out and you know walking around and being outside and being active and and having fun, enjoying um, the weather. Yeah, it's not it's not something that's really super intense. It's a great way to just get outside and enjoy being active. And I think it's just just a wonderful idea for somebody who really doesn't know where to look to start changing their lifestyle. Now, my episodes and episodes ago, we had Mike Sherrill on who lost about 205 pounds after gastric bypass, but what he started doing for exercise was golfing. Actual ball golf. Um, and the good thing about golfing of any type, the worse you are, the more exercise you get, you know? So if you, if you can't throw it straight to save your life, you're going to get lots of exercise. So, uh, don't say, well, I'm no good at it. Well, great. You'll get more exercise once you do 18 holes. So I kind of like to tack onto that. I mean, you could take that even a step further. Anything that you can do necessarily in a park, uh, throwing a football, throwing just anything. A ball, an object from one person to the other, um, to simplify that even better. Uh, playing catch. Yep, playing catch. There you go. Oh, that's the question mark. Playing catch. Special characters. Let's do this. <laughs> Unless you so, prefer the ampersand. Next one on the list, and we're going to move through these fairly quickly, uh, simply because we've got 20, 26 plus of them, is geocaching. We've talked about that several times over the last few episodes. We had Tony Scornavaco on last week. Whose mom, Kim Scott-Navaco, was on two episodes before that, and she's an avid geocacher, which is basically like a worldwide treasure hunt game. Just go to geocaching.com. Uh, like like Don reminded me, they have them highlighted the easy ones, and basically what it is, you use GPS to go find these hidden caches. They're actually hidden all over the world. There's millions of them, uh, and you would never know where there is one unless you're a geocacher. I found one at the Home Depot across the street from my office. One at the Publix right down the road from our house. Uh, there's um there's one across the street from my old house and by a cemetery. They're just everywhere, and it's really neat. You sign a log and let people know that you've been there, and uh, it's just a neat kind of community thing, and it's great for kids. And they have ones that you can do at parks where you have to hike to them. There's all different kinds of levels of difficulty, and that's a great thing to do. Um, uh, next on the list, letter C, C for biking. See how we use the letters to not tie in at all to the title of the sport? C is for biking. That's good enough for me. Um, biking or spin class. That's one of the things that Roger Wright does. Uh, he likes to spin, spin class. Don, you bike. I bike. Josh, do you like to bike? Yeah. And biking's fun. Um, it's lower impact on your knees, which is good in your feet. If you have plantar fasciitis, it's a good, good option. And the nice thing about biking, um, is you, you can rest and keep moving. You know what I mean? You can pedal and then coast. Unless it's all uphill, in which case you'll get a big rest on the way back. So uh, biking and, and spin. Number D. Number D. Do you have something you want to say about biking, Josh? I was going to just say, um, as a question to both of you guys, since you bike a little bit more, would you prefer a recumbent bike or actually biking 
for real on the uh, oh, so pavement. Like gym versus the real place? Yeah. I'm well, all- even just the, mm-hmm. the way they were coming by, it's, oh. it sits back. Where and you sit with your feet out in front of you and you do kind of yeah. Right. Those, the, the one thing I'll say to, to speak to that is that recumbent bikes are really expensive. So if you're looking at getting into this as an exercise, and that's kind of why I threw spin out there, don't sign up for six months of spin. Go do one spin and see if you really hate well, you can't see me if you're not watching the feed. So we can if you really hate just, just doing that little pedal motion for an hour, if that just drives you crazy, yeah, you're in a spin class and you're going to be sitting there and not doing a lot of coasting or whatever like Aaron was saying. But if you just can't, if it makes you miserable, then you don't want to do it. Then don't go spend you know any money on a bike. Yeah. Recumbent bikes more so. Now, Mark says in the chat room, you can't cheat on an exercise bike. You can actually cheat at any exercise, but the only person you're cheating is yourself. But you're right, Mark. You can't coast downhill on an exercise bike. Now, you can quit pedaling, obviously. Um, but the uh, the thing I don't like about – I say I don't like. The reason I prefer to go outside is simply I like to be outside and see the, the scenery passing. I like to go somewhere. You know, I'm I'm not that guy on the new, was it, Planet Fitness commercial. I pick things up and put them down. I don't want – just that that repetitive motion thing to me gets boring. I like to be able to move and go distance, and so that's what I like about it. So, letter D, Zumba, uh, or Turbo, or Taibo, or any kind of dance aerobics class. Um, Abby, apparently, Don's wife, had fun doing that. Yes, the teachers at her school were getting together and doing a Zoom class twice a week at the school, so it was super easy. You just bring some clothes with you, and then once all the kids leave, then you go do Zumba for 30 minutes or whatever. And she loved it. Um, they stopped doing it due to scheduling conflicts. So, yeah, it stinks. But she really liked it. And there's tons of stuff out there. You know, if you don't like that particular flavor, you could get into um, belly dancing. You could get into pole dancing classes yes Don, little, like this is the safe pg-13 podcast they're, Come on. they're out there man people enjoy it and they want to be active and just go do it just have fun well the uh the one nice thing about it is lots of people buy these and never do them again so you can pick up just about anything for pennies on the dollar i personally bought p90x brand new in the package never opened 50 bucks and it, that the special one. It's 200 bucks if you go online and buy it from Tony in the middle of the night because you're feeling guilty, or it's 50 bucks if you go on Craigslist and look for about 10 minutes. So that's what I recommend. Uh, so uh, I skipped ahead. P90X. It kind of ties in with it. We'll, we'll, we'll lump D&E together. D&E together. Zumba, P90X, Insanity, any class-based or video-based exercise thing. The nice thing about those, if you're bashful, like Joshua and me, we're just bashful people, um, we don't like to talk to people or see people, then it's easy for us to do this at home where nobody can see us exercise. Or if we want, we can go to a class and be motivated by other people. you got your option. So you can do it either way. Letter F. I was actually talking to one of our coworkers today about this. Bobby Lee. Shout out to Bobby Lee. What, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, Bobby Lee is an avid kayaker. Do you know that, Josh? Yep. Yeah. So he's going. He's, he's trying to get together a whitewater rafting trip for some of the guys. Yeah. Is that on the list? Or is this kind it of- is now. Slash whitewater rafting. We'll, just, we'll, we'll, we'll do a slash on this one, too. Okay, we'll do canoeing. How about that? Kayaking, canoeing, whitewater rafting. Yeah, or or we could just call it boating of any type. I guess that crew, awesome. rowing crew, isn't that what they call that, where you do the crew? long, yeah. skinny boat? But I guess you have to have other people. But, yeah, whitewater rafting, um, I've never actually been whitewater rafting, but I have been canoeing, and that's a lot of fun. And I've also done those stupid little paddle boats that are super uncomfortable and hurt your knees. I don't recommend those. That's not on the list. I've actually been um, ocean kayaking, which was 
a ton of fun until the tide started to come in and you couldn't get anywhere. But there's actually plenty of places, uh, especially if you live around a large body of water, that will do uh, morning or an afternoon or a full day that, again, if you want to try it out, you can just sign up and they'll actually go out and guide you and show you what you're doing and teach you how to roll it and all that sort of good stuff. So I told Bobby, I said, I'm willing to do the kayaking, but I'm not wearing the skirt. I don't want the boot on. I don't want anything that's, that attaches to my body and keeps me in that boat. If I fall over, I want to fall out. <laughs> I don't want to be trapped in a boat. A little bit of claustrophobia there. All right, uh, moving on. Letter G, roller skating, inline skating. Do we have skateboarding on there separately? No, we do not. Well, any kind of skating then. We're just lumping this together. Now, Josh, you used to skateboard, didn't you? Yep. Was uh, it, was it a, in California. Was it a workout? Absolutely. <laughs> I've never seen a fat skateboarder on the, on the X Games. Maybe they just don't make it to the finals. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. And the article that I was, I read several articles uh, suggesting fun fitness ideas, and for some reason somebody threw in roller derby, and they didn't give any explanation for that, which is why I put it in parentheses with question mark, exclamation question mark. Like, that just seems so outlandish and far-fetched, and I guarantee you it would be tons of fun. They have roller derby leagues in, in the Austin area. I know women's, girls' roller derby league. They had a, a reality show about it for a while. What were you going to say, Josh, about skateboarding? I was going to say, um, for skating, that that's one of the top things I keep seeing over and over again for people who have plantar fasciitis is keeping doing something that keeps your foot planted while you're moving. So. Right. That's a, Yeah, that's a great point. Even, like, uh, even, even the inline skating... You know, you got your foot in the boot, and you're not doing the flexing up on your toe and all that. It would probably be beneficial for that, too. I guess it does a similar motion to <clears> elliptical, <throat> but you're actually outside and, and moving. Right. I'm, I'm planning on trying those one day. Um, I'm actually, when I was really, really fat, I was scared of them. Um, because when you weigh 400 pounds and you fall down, you get hurt. <laughs> you don't get back up. You lay there in the floor at Pizza Hut. And you cry. That's what I have when I fell down a pizza. And so uh, I do want to try that one day, though. <clears throat> Letter H. Um, somebody give Jay Fluman the uh, the link there in case he wants to jump and watch the live live stream. Letter H. Rock climbing. I've actually only done this once. Real rock climbing. I've done like boulder bouldering. You know where you just kind of climb over some rough terrain at some of the parks. But uh, actual rock climbing, where you go and you get on the wall and you have the belay on. I've done it one time and it was a blast. Joshua, I would recommend it. I'm really psyched to go rock climb because I feel like before I just weighed too much. Like it wouldn't have been feasible for me to get out there and try and climb something. But now I think it's something that I would really enjoy. But now I don't live in Atlanta where they have an awesome place like Atlanta Rocks. Uh, I'm kind of in the middle of nowhere. So that one may have to sit on the to-do list for a while. Maybe on the bucket list. You there, do you? Not really, no. Yeah, I remember when I, I went and ran a 5K, you know, with Don last February, a year ago, Joshua. And yeah. before the race, they were talking about the hills. Now, there is a hill on the backside. I still, I'm still looking for it because it was pretty much flat. <laughs> in Waycross, a hill is like uh, out here in our neighborhood. So, is the terrain you would uh, compare it to like uh, West Texas, maybe? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just kind of, it's more like, like the Gulf Coast, you know, because it's closer to the coast. It's just. Yeah. Gently rolling hills. It's not. There's no hills. Not. I've been to houses that Aaron has lived in that the driveway has been twice as steep as the hill <laughs> on the backside of this thing. So yeah. All right. Water aerobics. Don, are you a fan? I'm. I'm way a fan of water aerobics. And this is one that I actually enjoyed doing whenever I was much much larger. 
But this and this really is something that you can get out and do even if you are very large because the water will support you, but the water also provides a lot of resistance and it gives you a really good workout. Yeah, I have found personally that I sink like a rock now. When I had an extra 150 pounds of fat, I floated really good. I thought I was a good swimmer, and I really wasn't. I just floated really good. <laughs> I'm just an okay swimmer, apparently. You just lost all your buoyancy. I did. You know, the first time I got in the water, I was like, but, you know, what do you do? I'm not going to go gain the weight back, so I'll float better. Yeah, I used to swim a mile pretty regularly in college, and now I'm interested to see if I would even make it to the deep end just because of exactly the reason you just stated. Yeah, that's funny. So, all right, that was letter I. Letter J, yoga slash Pilates. Has, has either one of you guys ever done yoga or Pilates? I've done uh, yoga for real, man. I, I've been doing that. That's uh, Was that like a phrase? Like, I've done yoga for real, man? No. Or like that's the name of something? It's the name of the uh, program. It's, oh, okay. Uh, DDP was a former wrestler. Uh, now into his 50s, he developed a program where it's yoga for Tough guys, I guess. And, uh. Do you yell a lot? Like when you stretch, you go, like Surprisingly, that. it is kind of funny. It's a little awkward hearing <laughs> him. It's definitely not, it's out of place for him, but he makes it work. And it's something that guys can do. That's, that's for sure. Don, you, yoga Pilates? I've always been interested in it, but I've never actually done it. Before it was because I didn't think that, well, I just thought, too much stuff would get in the way if I tried to bend over too far or whatever. I will say this, though, Don. You are limber. Is you're that much, so? You're much more limber than I am. I'll take your word for it. I remember you doing that ball thing where you rolled and you reached back and you touched the back of your head to your heels, something like that. I don't remember how you did it, but it was it was amazing. All right. If only uh, I knew what you're talking about, here. If only I knew what I was talking about. Letter <laughs> K, the Wii slash Connect slash... PlayStation Motion, what's it called? Is it the, the Move? It's what's the Move. The Move. Move, there you go. Yeah, I forgot the name of it. So uh, I know both of you guys can speak on this one. Yeah, it really is. I mean, they the people knock on it all the time. But if you do it the right way, especially the Connect, it really is a, a way to get yourself off the couch. You can cheat on it very easily, especially the Wii. But if you're determined that it's going to be something that's going to help you, if it's going to be a tool for you instead of just something that else that you're trying to, you know, work around, then, you know, it can be a way for people to get excited about being off the couch. And, and I will say this, that I think all of them have actual, at least one or two actual programs made for fitness. I mean, obviously, not just playing Wii tennis, but, you know, they have the Wii Fit, the little platform thing, and it measures you, you know, calculating, calculating, and tells you how much you weigh and tracks your fitness and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that the the Connect and the Move does also. Do you know, Josh? Oh, yeah, I use the Connect a lot. And it's, it's surprisingly, you know, it, you tend to want to be a macho guy, but when it comes to playing games like uh, Just Dance with uh, your kids and your wife, <laughs> You definitely get out there and you start moving and, and you will break a sweat. That's for sure. If you try to do it the way, you know, it's intended, it's, it's very good at burning calories. Cool. Yeah. I haven't, I've done the connect at the store on the demo and that's it. And I did the hang gliding and died. In but fact, it was fun. I think the only games we have are connect games for our Xbox. We don't have a single other game than that. <laughs> that's funny. All right, the next one, letter I, L, L, L and I look very similar. It's one of my favorites, standing desk, 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 slash mini stepper or pedals. 
Uh, Mark, I hope you're bringing your mini, your, your pedal with you, putting your pedal to the metal. One of my coworkers, you know, uh, Stephen Campbell's making a standing desk at work, Josh, a tread, tread desk, tread pewter. One of my coworkers. Oh, tread hooray. Pewter. So he's got an office so he can do it and not bother people. I need to go there and make sure, see if he's got it set up yet. But, uh, yeah, standing desk. I've actually taken a month break on my standing desk because I was having some plantar fasciitis issues, but I'm, I'm planning on next week standing back up, making a stand for fitness at my office. I'm going to try to actually type a little thing up about it because Joshua knows because his cube's right next to mine. And he probably got tired of hearing people ask about it. Everybody that walks by say, says, why are you standing up? It's a perfect opportunity to, to educate and elucidate. You got to have a plaque and then you can market it. You can actually have all the pieces so they can ship it out to them and I, build their own desk. That's a good idea. I ought to have a couple of those box kits under my desk and Absolutely. sell them for twenty nine ninety five because I only paid $13 for it at Home Depot. All right, letter M. Get a dog and take it for walks. And Don, what did you say after that? It doesn't have to be your dog. <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, everybody knows somebody that has a dog that needs to be walked. Why not offer to take your dog, neighbor's dog for a walk? That's a great that, idea. That definitely falls in that category, like Joshua said. Anything you can do in a park. Right. And it's a random act of kindness. That's right. Don't forget the bag, though. You don't want to have to pick the poop up in your bare hand and carry it home with you. That is because correct. people won't do that. I won't do that. That is not in, engaging yourself in any sort of fit activity. You're not doing yourself any favors there. I'd probably also recommend ask, asking the person before taking their dog out. That would help, too. Don't just run after somebody and grab their dog. <laughs> right. That's a good idea. Always good ask point. before you take it. Number, number N, have kids. Now, Don, this is a PG-13 show. Are you talking about the process of having kids? Because that's exercise. Right. No. <laughs> no, you're <that's>, talking about- <laughs> no I, I wasn't going to put that one on here. No, we're talking about just... Just engaging with children, and you can't cheat like with the dog because it's not the same if you can take them back. Right. You'll probably still get a workout if you borrow somebody else's kids. Again, definitely ask before you do that, but you're not going to get the same experience. But if you don't ask, they usually have weight rooms in most prisons. That's right. So that's either way, you're win win. Win win. All right. Letter O. Golf. We already mentioned this before. Ball golf. I'm assuming. Ball golf. Yeah. uh, No carts though. We want to. We want to be clear with that. No carts. Right. Uh, All right. Letter P. Laser tag. Yes. Or paintball. Yes. Paintball, paintball is a workout if you really, if you're, if you play it serious. I, at least it was when I was fat. I know I've never played it fit, but I know I was always huffing and puffing by the time I got through playing it when I was overweight. So it's got to have some level of exercise. Yeah. Somebody mentioned a laser tag on the internet and all I could think of was how I met your mother. This just totally convinced me of the fact that yes, this can totally be. Great exercise. I'm assuming there's an episode that revolves around that. Barney loves laser tag. It shows up multiple times in the show. Okay. I've seen bits and pieces of episodes, but not, not enough to know. Now, I'm, I'm going to have to call you on number Q, Don. Um, that, one's, that one's on the bubble. <laughs> on the bubble. Hey, if we're talking about the Wii, we're going to talk about putt-putt, because you're just anything to get people to walk around there. That's true. You're right. Anything I, I, I to get retract people. my calling you on, the, calling you on this one. We're really trying to let me let me explain the concept here, Aaron. We're trying to convince people that it's not that bad. That's right. And just start building habits that you get off your duff. That's all there is Entry to it. Level. Now something we haven't talked about is the varying cost for each one of these. If you're rich, hire a trainer and forget all of these. <laughs> and a dietitian, a nutritionist, and a chef. That's simple. If you're not rich, like most of our listeners, I'm assuming you're not, then several of these have no cost whatsoever. Taking the dog for a walk, going to the park with the kids, 
most time you can actually go rock climbing lots of places for free. I mean, like bouldering, like I was talking about at state parks and things like that. But putt putt is not expensive. It really isn't. Much like our next one, which the most you probably have to pay for this is five bucks to park at a state park somewhere. And that is one of my favorites. Hiking. Woo. I love to hike. We haven't been hiking lately and I'm very, very, uh, missing my hiking fix. Um, we have our housewarming party for those that are in the area and want to come this Saturday, a week from. Um, and so we've been really hitting it hard and heavy trying to get the house in shape for that. But after that, we are definitely getting back in the hiking habit because we love it. Would trail running kind of fit into that as well? Or well, you that... said running though. Oh, wow. I'm just kidding. No, trail, trail running, jogging. Is, <laughs> trail running is, is not what people normally think about when they think about running. They think treadmill or running on the streets, you know, that kind of training. I, well, not our original premise for the show. Yeah. Lifting weights or running like in a, a gym or on the, on the street. I can't, I kind of think of it as an alt sport. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And it's a, and it's a lot of fun. Josh and I like to go over here to Kennesaw Mountain and go run periodically. And it's, it's beautiful. You get to see a bunch of deer and it's guy riding a deer and uh, it's really pretty and, uh, it's nice. Now the next one, <clears throat> I have bowled a 158 before. It was mostly luck. Don, what, what's your best game? Um, probably somewhere in there. It's been years since I bowled a real bowling and not a wee bowling, but well, let's, yeah. Let's ask Joshua what his best game is. Joshua, what's your best game bowling? Uh, I think it was like 294. That's right, folks. He said 294. And that's not a series of three games added together like it would be for me. This man right here to my left knows how to bowl. Yeah, bowling in California, where I originally was uh, born and raised, uh, is just... It's a second nature for everybody. It's just one of those things that everybody goes and bowls. Everybody plays in a league. It's it was cheap and uh, <laughs> not so much anymore. But it was a, a cheap and entertaining thing to do. That's cool. I, I love it. Nathaniel, my son, really really loves to bowl, and we probably go every few months. We'll go bowling once or twice. And if you if you catch it the right times, well, one of the things we like to do as a family is we have a day off where we're going to go. We've just got the day off for whatever reason. We'll go up in the morning, like at 9 or 10 in the morning when they first open, and bowl, and it's usually really cheap. You know, it's very, very inexpensive. All right, so, you got something else, Josh? You say? Okay. Letter T, team sports. Now, I don't have to tell you what all the team sports that are out there. Let's let's go around, around Robin, see who runs out of name in the team sport first. Don't look at the list. Actually, you can look at the list if you want to. I'll go first. Baseball, Joshua. Basketball. Don. Oh, that's not fair. I made the list. Volleyball. All right. Soccer. Oh, football. <laughs> football. Okay, Don. Hockey. Highly. Oh, that's not team sport. Lacrosse. Uh, uh, hockey. He said hockey. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Josh, uh, got me. Right, Don, it's me and you, you Don. put him on the spot. He can't so face do off, it. Don. Oh, badminton. Badminton? Bad, bad, badminton. Badminton. No, thank you. <laughs> Cricket. Where did Bandamenton come from? Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> That's how we type it out. Oh, man. I'm done. I'm listening. You're done? You're done? That's it? I'm getting all giggly now. This hasn't happened in the history of the show. This well, is amazing. Well, I would say that we named several team sport options uh, in our little game that we just played there. Most um, most church, there's church leagues, there's rec leagues, co-rec leagues. Your Your job might have a league. You can go, as Don's so nicely put in the notes here, you can check with your local Y. Um, and most of those things are cheap, 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 like 25 bucks to play or buy your T-shirt type thing. 
Uh, it doesn't matter. There, every one of those will have some level where you can get in if you never played before. Uh, you know, we played co-rec softball in Texas, and we were in the A bracket, which was the really bad ones. And then we went up to the B bracket, our team did, because we got better. And then we started getting destroyed by everybody because <laughs> we weren't quite good enough to really go to the B bracket. And we went back to the A bracket. It was okay. All right, letter U. Um, Don, I'm going to have to let you take this one. Really? You're not a dancer. Actually, I, I, I have the problem that I'm actually so good that I make other people feel bad when I go. Oh, you're so that guy. Okay. I, yeah, I, just, I, can't, I can't do it to people. Yeah. Well, kind of game to the to the club, you know. Right to the club. Yeah, we're really talking about. It doesn't have to be. You know, I thought about in the club, but you can also think about. uh, I mean, everything from in the club to ballroom dance lessons. There's there's a flavor out there for everybody. Go square dancing. Go shack dancing. dancing. What what? Round dancing. Round dancing. Yeah. Round dancing. Funny story. One of my friends. uh, Guy riding a deer. Yeah, no, that's a different funny story. Okay. Um. By the way, David B in the chat room says, I want my bowling score for my golf score and vice versa. <laughs> Me too, David. That's funny. Brilliant. Uh, um, one of my friends the other day took their son to the doctor and they, uh, they were evaluating him and they showed, showed him a picture of a, of a, uh, of a square and said, what is this? And he said, a trapezoid. <laughs> They're like, no, close enough. <laughs> Parallelogram. He's like three. Trapezoid? No. Anyway. All right. So yeah, go dance anything. I hope people are getting the point of this by now. There's a plethora, a myriad, a veritable cornucopia of ways available for you to get out and move. So the whole thing of I don't like to run, I don't lift, like to lift weights, um, I think you should feel by now that we're on letter V, that that excuse has been thoroughly and completely trounced. Um, here's one for you. Make some wine. Stomp your own grapes. There you go. <laughs> hey, Nathaniel. I defeated Bowser. You, beat the, you defeated the Bowser. Awesome. Good night. I love you. No, it's my son. Awesome. Great job. We're doing a podcast right now. That's why we have a microphone on and headphones. Bye. Close the door. Thank you. We are live. We are live. That's right. We're streaming live to ones of listeners. Um, So, number V. Number V. Squash and racquetball. I will tell you this. Racquetball is a workout. Yes, sir. You would think with the ball being trapped in that little court, it would be a lot easier than tennis, but it is a high-paced game. That's something I had never tried yet, and I really want to. We got to try it. We got to go see if we can run a It's good. Oh, I will. If you guys have a place to play, I'll bring some rackets whenever I come up to Atlanta. Some balls, too? Yeah, I think I have some of those. Racket ball? We'll play. Awesome. I love it. Letter letter W. This is something um, we have all doing and or done. Train for a mud run. Now, Joshua and I, if you're, if you're looking right now, you've seen, got my Tough Mudder shirt on. Josh's got his Tough Mudder tattoo on his arm there. Uh, Don and I are doing the, the Flow Rock, um, run in August. And mud runs are a fun way to run. You know, the obstacles break up the run, so it's not just a long, boring run if you think running's boring. Uh, and there's a super spirit of camaraderie. Um, so train for a mud run. Letter X, Don, I don't know if you came up with this list off the internet, if you Googled it or if you made this one up, but Letter X was brilliant. Brilliant. You could also put zoo on it. I concur. Mark can concur on this one too, because Mark did this the other day. I'll let you share it. It was so good. Don, you would. Oh, I was like, Mark's not here. Why are you talking to Mark? Uh, it is go to a museum or a zoo. Again, we're talking about just 
going and doing something so you're not on your butt. And if you go to a museum or a zoo, if you go to Ripley's Believe It or Not, you're going to walk around. And you're not going to pay attention to the fact that you're just walking around. It can be more enjoyable than just going for a walk. Right. Might I mention also, Don, while we're doing this, that your beard looks magnificent tonight. Thank you. It's quite burly. Were you going to say something, Josh, about the, the museum zoo? I almost got thrown off on that one. Uh, I was going to say, you know, uh, one of the great things around here is that our um, at our Marietta Square or our Smyrna Square, they hold festivals and, and right. things like that. And you can right. walk around for a long time if you want to. Arts and craft fairs. Yeah, arts and craft fairs, yep. Uh, they're free to get into, almost always. Yep, and that goes on to, you know, conventions and things like that. You, you can go to those things, but... You can go really cheap and real basic if you just see what they have at your uh, downtown of your city. All right, we've got, we got a question in the chat room, and we don't ever ignore our chat room on purpose, so we're going to make sure we ask it and answer it. David B. asks, how are you guys training for the mud run? Well, the way I'm training for it right now basically involves two things. Um, one, I am running, and two, I'm rolling in the mud. Just kidding. That was a horrible joke, but it's the only thing I had. No. Push-ups and chin-ups. That's my that's my two things I'm really trying to do to get some upper body strength because Joshua, I know from the Tough Mudder that upper body strength is kind of the only, is the real thing you need in addition to just leg endurance. Would you agree, Josh? Absolutely. I mean, being able to get over a wall or climb a net or, you know, hands and foot it through through the mud or down a tunnel or whatever. So I've got my chin-up bar and I'm working on that and I'm working on my push-ups, trying to get the guns going. That's what I'm working on. Donna, are you doing anything in particular yet other than just getting in better shape in general? Yeah, better shape in general, I guess. Um, the biking is, is the main thing I'm doing. I've planned because I've been trying to get several folks from work and my wife and some other people get to get signed up with us. And uh, I've planned. Uh, Aaron's poking Josh. He's waiting for this to come out of my mouth. No, Josh was in charge of clicking on the right person to make him sure uh, the live stream. Oh, okay. I thought you were on. I didn't do a podcast and putting to work. That's I'm in trouble I, here. I can't walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. I don't know how Mark does it. Mark, Mark <laughs> records, talks, chat rooms, and clicks, too. I don't know how he does it. But I, I, that's why I let you do it, because I wouldn't keep up with it. Yeah, Sorry, I, assumed Mike, you were, I assumed you were taunting me. No, I, I've been trying to get other people involved, and I've had these grandiose plans of we're going to have like a weekly get-together and train and mm-hmm. talk about what we're doing and, and, and have some extra exercises that we can share with each other. No, it hasn't happened at all. Let me tell you so. what happened with us, Don um, and David. We There was four of us from work that were going to do the Tough Mudder. So Joshua and I registered. The other two guys said they were going to register. The other two guys said they were going to register. One guy said he was going to register. One guy came with us for one training run on a trail, and that was the end of it. And me and Josh went and did the Tough Mudder. Sounds good. Didn't we, Josh? Right, what's going to happen? Me and you are going to go to Florida Rock. All right. And Don and I'll be pounded out after the flow rock. All right, last one on the list, letter Z. No, you missed Y. Oh, letter Y. How did I miss that one? It was so exciting. A great idea. I don't know where you would do it, actually. Um, building a fence. Uh, right, putting no. up fences is a lot of work. Digging no. those holes and nailing those bo- Oh, you're talking about something different? Yes. Take it away, Don. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, because I don't I have an explanation either, so I'm guessing you assumed that I would. Fencing. I saw it mentioned, hey, why not go sword fight with somebody? I assume that if you live in a big enough area, LARPing. there's going to be a class out there somewhere. You can go, what? LARPing. Bark? LARPing. No, we're not counting that. Why not? I, I watched Monster Camp, and they ran around for hours with swords swinging at each other. They also spent hours in costuming and makeup, so I don't okay. think. Okay. All right, and the last one uh, on the list, letter Z, is martial arts. 
I did karate for about a year and I loved it. And that's one of the things I'm actually hoping to do in the next year or two with my son, sign up for a family class. Um, I'm kind of scared right now to actually teach him how to hurt people more. Uh, so holding back a little bit till he gets that control thing down. But I, I love martial arts. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, it, it builds up, you know, your core. It's, it's one of those kind of things like, like yoga or any of those kind of things where you're doing full range motions. Um, you know, uh, yeah, flexibility building. It's definitely oh, yeah. control. Oh yeah. And it's another one of those things that there's a very wide range of flavors. You can do everything from, you know, kickboxing to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Shout out to Matt, one of my best friends that does BJJ to, um, you know, Tai Chi. If you don't want to actually Muay beat thai. up. Well, yeah. If you really want to beat up on people, do Muay Thai. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of stuff out there. All kinds of stuff. They're there. And due to the drastic increase in the popularity of the UFC, they are everywhere. You probably, unless you live in, literally in the middle of nowhere, if you live in any kind of commercial area at all, you can probably drive 10 minutes and be at a, uh, at a, uh, what's that thing called? Dojo. Martial arts place. Dojo. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, martial arts is a great thing to do. And, and they are usually really great if you get a good one teaching camaraderie and support. They're not going to, it's not going to be like the dragon dojo from, from Karate Kid. You know, they're not going to be yelling at you. You're, you're, you know, you are a loser. You are a wimp. You cannot break the board. It'll sweep be, the leg. Sweep the leg. Yeah. Uh, it, it's supportive. It's a positive place. It should be. If, if the one you're going to isn't, find a different one. Uh, and I would recommend, um, from previous experience with my son going and me going and things like that, they always give free classes. Usually they'll do the first one free or they may give you several like classes in a row. Yeah. They, they give you a taste. <laughs> and then, uh, if you like it, Go for it. If you don't, then move on to the next dojo. Move on to the next style, even. Right. Um, there's multiple styles within just Taekwondo, uh, period. So. Right. Um, and, and one thing I'd say about all these is mix it up, try different things. So I, I tell people all the time, and they're, well, I don't really know what I want to do for exercise. Well, try something for a month. Commit to it for a month. And if, at the end of the month, you don't like it, try something else. If you do that for 12 months in a row, you just worked out for a year. You know, so why not, why not try that? Any other, any other thoughts, guys, on alternatives to exercise other than liposuction and, uh, and body wraps? I'm good. Nothing. I think okay. we covered the gamut. I think there's plenty. I mean, if you, if you take your idea, you do one thing for a month, we've got you covered for more than two years at this point. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Next thing is our healthy recipe tip. Uh, this is from Mark's Daily Apple. This is, um, one of the guys that's a big paleo proponent, uh, and I've subscribed to his blog and getting tips from it. And we have a guest, by the way, next week who has been on the paleo diet for over six months. I believe, if I remember correctly, has lost 140 pounds on the paleo diet. So this will wow. be really interesting. We talked about the paleo a while back, but none of us had really done it hardcore. Uh, this lady's actually doing it and seeing success. So we're going to talk about that again next week. So this recipe is... It's called grilled eggs with Mexican chorizo. And it's, he's got a really nice explanation in addition to the recipe about the, about the meal. And I modified that, this and actually cooked it for dinner tonight, Josh. So what I did was I took a, this is how I made it for what it's worth. I took a large bell pepper, a big one, like the size of my head, almost a bit like the size of a softball. I cut it in half, cored it, and took out the, the white part, you know, and then I sprinkled a little cheese down in it, which isn't, 
truly paleo, but that's okay. I'm not doing 100% paleo right now. Then I took some beef tips, like a fajita meat type, you know, that we already had cooked up from, from a fajita salad we had yesterday. Put a couple pieces of that in there. Then I took four eggs, put them in a cup, and scrambled them up a little bit so they would pour easier, and I could even more evenly distribute it. And then I poured those eggs into those halves of bell pepper and put them on the grill. Just like that. And let them cook for about 10 or 15 minutes. Now, since I was making this up as I went along, and I hadn't even referred back to the recipe, I just read it a, a couple weeks ago. I I uh, didn't do it exactly the way he said. Mine was much simpler. Put a little salt and pepper on it. The mistake I did make was about five minutes into it, I put a like a half a teaspoon of hot sauce in it, which made it taste great. However, the liquid from the hot sauce made the egg not want to congeal. You know, because normally what will happen when you, when you uh-huh. bake an egg, it'll just congeal like you scrambled it. So after it had been on there about 10 or 12 minutes and the, the, the uh, bell peppers were perfectly crisped, um, I didn't want to overcook them, and it was still a little soft on the top. <clears throat> the sides and the bottom of the egg had cooked all the way. What I did, it was simple. I was like, oh, adapt and overcome. I brought it inside. I uh, put it on, I put it on a plate, brought it inside. I cut it into big chunks, you know, like the size of a quarter or bigger, and tossed those in a skillet and just cooked it for about two or three minutes just to get that last bit of moisture out of it and, and kind of firm it all up, and then served half of it in a bowl for me, half of it in a bowl for my wife, and it was delicious. Super delicious, super healthy. Um, and literally took about 15 minutes to do, including, t- uh, maybe, okay, maybe, maybe 20 minutes. And of that 15 minutes of it was just sitting on the grill. Nothing to do. Took like two minutes to prep it, two minutes to finish it. So I highly recommend this. His sounds like it's going to be even better because he d- puts Mexican chorizo, which is a type of sausage and reconstituted chipotles and all this kind of spices and all kinds of stuff in it. But if you want to go the simple route, cut a bell pepper and half stick an egg in it. There you go. That easy. Brilliant. And uh, I'll make sure I put this link in the forums where we have all of our healthy recipes just about posted. I'm trying to remember to do that. And um, Don, Mark, you have any any last thoughts or last words before we go today? You sh- you should ask Joshua too. Yeah, say, uh, I say Mark. I'm just a happy- <laughs> uh, Joshua. Your middle name's Mark, right? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Joshua and Don. Do you guys either either one of you guys have any final thoughts or things you want to share? Or? I just yeah. I. There's no way for me to say enough times that there is something out there for you. If you want to get active, if you want to get started, there is a way. It doesn't have to be a huge hurdle. You just have to start doing something today. Right. And I will say, for me, the things that weren't necessarily that fun when I started because I was significantly overweight became fun as I got in better shape. A 400-pound person is not going to like to run. It's painful. It's not fun, but you may be surprised after you start shedding weight. Maybe you don't weigh 400 pounds. Maybe you're only 20 pounds overweight or 30 pounds overweight. But as you begin to lose weight and your body becomes something that works with you instead of against you, you might be surprised by the things that you enjoy doing. What were we going to say, Josh? Oh, well, I was going to say, um, you just go ahead and get out there. But I think with this list that we kind of explained, you don't necessarily have to get out there and do anything. You can be in your house. You can be in your backyard. You can be where you're comfortable and don't necessarily have to get out there to do it. Right. It's not hard. Like I always tell people, losing weight's not complicated. Maybe tough, but it isn't complicated. It's simple. It may not be easy, but it's simple. It really is. Just you gotta get out there and start moving. So if you have any questions or you have a an exercise that we missed or you want to just take me to task and say, Aaron, um your list was great, but in reality I can't do it because of this, X, Y, or Z. Um X, Y, and Z, that was on our list, by the way. Uh, <laughs> 
You can just shoot me an email at double A R O N A A R O N at one meal and workout.com. That's the number one. Um, and I'll be happy to respond, read it on the, on the air, or you can go to elementop.com. Element OP is the brainchild of Mark Cockrell and Sean Keibel. That's the podcast network that this podcast is published on. There's actually a place you can click a little thing and put your phone number in and, and Element OP will call you and you can leave a voicemail for us. We'd love to have a voicemail. Um, I am OP. 599-IMOP, I believe is the number. Uh, so check that out, too. There's forums there and all that kind of fun stuff. Of course, you can always find us on Facebook or anywhere else. Just Google One Meal and Workout, and you will find us. So, gentlemen, until the next time, uh, hopefully we'll have Mark back with us next week. Joshua, thanks for being with us. Pinch hitting. Always a pleasure. And uh, Don, great night. Joshua, great night. Remember... Before starting any diet or exercise program, whether it's kayaking, yachting, paragliding, uh, spelunking, or scuba diving, it's recommended that you consult your healthcare provider. Have a great night, everybody. The music's been playing for a while now here. Casualty!